are a valuable person. You're not a number. You're not an entry into someone's ledger. You could never be replaced with AI or anything else. You're incredibly unique. Your consciousness is nothing that could be bought or sold. I see you. You see yourself. Who is anybody kidding? Welcome to Smell the Inside of Your Nose, Do It Right Now. The purpose of this show, Early Riser, is to give you some encouragement to start your day and to help you get your best foot forward because your value is recognized here. You are a small business owner or a wage worker or someone trying really hard to make it in these very trying times. You are a hero. You are the heroes and the heroines of this show's story. Regardless of your politics or your religious beliefs, your traditions, your tribe, you are the value in this world and the economy. And I see you in a world of destruction and degradation. The world should see you for the value that you create, for the value that you produce. If you're, a, if you're working a job and you have to live in a shelter or in a car, this podcast is especially dedicated to you. You are seen And you are not alone here. Different people do different things when they wake up in the morning. Do you know what I do? First, of course, I smell the inside of my nose. And then I hold onto the bed and make sure I'm really here because I can barely believe it. And then I exhale and I step outside and I make sure the stars are still where they usually are. It's a moment of quiet, anxious wonderment. Every morning, I suppose one might say I'm an empiricist. Things are what they are. But that's a pretty scary idea for a lot of people. Good morning. It's me, Herschel. How you doing? It's a pretty cool day. It's going to be a productive day for me around here. I've got so much things to do today. And I really am glad I have this story that is going to be a part of the Ovals. It's a part of the Ovals story. The Objective Vantage Astronomical Laboratory Systems. If you're not familiar with that, that is explained in a couple of past episodes, but essentially there was a species on Earth that evolved and left planet Earth a couple of million years before our species even started the process of evolution. And they travel all over the universe, they have conquered time and space, Every once in a while, they step in back here and check in on us. And they already know how it ends. They've already seen the demise of Earth. And so what they're doing is, just kind of as a courtesy and out of respect, and just for the observational knowledge, they send these reports back to us every once in a while, just to let us know what's going on out there and... All of that, even though we're not here for it, even though we don't escape the next asteroid catastrophe. Clone hopping with Captain Farmouth. Ovals, observing a duty shift. We're going to observe a shift of clone pairing duty today. Censorship is hate, and it's day 23 of Flash Fiction February. How do you know it's day 23 of Flash Fiction February? Well, because it's February 23rd. Communication and expression are inherent human qualities. And today we're on a mission with Captain Farmouth, who is clone hopping. 
The fronds on these branches are interesting. They are like hairs. They are like hairs on larger, beefier hairs. I'm going to run a check on these. If they're like earth trees, then they are sensory. The oval hovers near the base of the massive spire that is protruding from the floor of this planet like a follicle. The probe follows the current of the tree down beneath the floor of the planet. Captain Judah Farmouth is clone hopping. He has a range of follow-up tasks to complete today before his four-day weekend starts. This is the first item on his punch list. This isn't a root system like an earth tree. There's nothing like it. It's a single thickening root. Farmouth is screening the scene below the surface and describing what he's seeing. It thickens to a distance of about 20 feet. Wow. Then there's a bulbous sack anchoring it into place. The sack has a seepy kind of mucus. These things really are a lot like mammalian hair. The floor isn't as much like skin as the trees are like hair, but there are obvious similarities. He reports. Report complete and booked. Pulling back to pocket. Judah announces to the system and pulls this oval back to the triad pocket, hovering in the low orbit of this chalky skin-like planet that has hair-like spires that pierce 300 meters into the atmosphere. In triad formation with two other ovals, Judah waits and he observes the planet he was just probing. Review for me the time of the next storm. The captain asks the system. The system responds. This will be in 46 seconds from Mark. Mark. Judah shoots the oval back down into the low atmosphere. He'll record the storm from both the surface and also from the pocket using another oval simultaneously. Farmouth watches as a chalk-like substance swirls and is building on the side of a large mountain about 300 kilometers from the lower oval. He moves it closer. Instantly, the oval is about 100 kilometers from the mountain. He watches from the lower oval as the storm approaches. It's moving very fast. Peak momentum on that front is 132 kilometers per earth hour. The oval is a static object in a tempest of powder and scaly film-like patches of debris from the base of the mountain. Powder and debris deflect from the oval's magnetosphere. These things aren't just mind clones. They're tiny planetoids. From above, Judah watches as this storm tears these gigantic hairs out of the skin of the planet. They tumble and bend and break into pieces, collecting at the base of the mountain on the other side of the valley. The powdery tumult rushes up the side of that mountain and gathers in a cloud, the broken follicles raining onto and tumbling down the sides of the mountain. Wow, 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 Judah says. That's a heck of a show. Return to pocket. Farmouth calls the low oval to the triad. Waiting in queue at triad. Anyone else out there in queue? Hey, what's up? 
Captain. Simpson, what are you on today? Judah asks another captain who is on similar duty. I'm a juicer. I got the juice. I did three runs down to two of the power stations and a heat wave surge waiting to juice up a triad that's supposed to be coming through here. Corcoran's. I miss juice duty. Anyone see you in there? He asks. I was under except for a street trail. Just another day of weird stuff in the sky for them. The two continue their banter and wait in their respective positions. Judah will get clearance for clone disengagement as his shift will end early. He reviews his re-entry instructions. Simpson will make juice runs for a local triad until the end of his shift. The end. That was an installment from the Ovals series. I just wrote that today. So now Ovals has general episodes. There's now going to be the usual Ovals episodes are going to be planet reports and duty, shift duty observations. So those are two things I can do for the Ovals project now. I can do planet reports and I can do shift duty observations. So that'll be fun. That'll be cool. That's a new thing. And that took me probably um, just under an hour to put that whole thing together, edit it, and read it. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I sat down a lot longer ago than an hour. But when you add the work I put together, because I was doing other things. It's morning, so I've got like a bunch of stuff to do. So I go do a couple of, you know, 15 minutes of writing and then go do something else and go do some of this and different things. Then I edit it and then I put the thing. So I think by the time this is all done, this will be like a two hour, just like most of the days. It's mostly when you add up all the minutes together and the time I spend, it's two and a half hours tops, I think. So this will be about a two hour one that included even making the picture and everything. So I did get some AI titles. None of them are any good. They're all really dumb. So let's read these dumb things. Follicular Discoveries. Exploring hair-like structures on an alien planet. Roots of Revelation. Unraveling Mysteries Beneath the Surface. Hair-Raising Expedition. Captain Farmouth's Encounter on a Strange World. Storms and Strands. Observations from The Planet of Follicles. Clones and Cloudbursts, Adventures in Alien Atmospheric Phenomena, Triad Tango, Conservation, oh, excuse me, Triad Tango, Conversations Among Captains on Duty, Juicing Up, Tales from the Power Stations of Corcoran Sector, no, Exploring the Skin-Like Surface, A Captain's Log, The Oval Chronicles, Probing the Unknown, Follicle Fascination, an Expedition into Extraterrestrial Hairiness. It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. All right, so there it is. There is that. And today's intro and today's outro are both pre-recorded. I like the one from that I used yesterday. That's from the episode I did called A New Word to Describe the Life of a Writer. Those were a good intro and intro and uh, outro, so I'm going to keep using those. I'm Herschel Sterling. You can find me at Substack mostly, and you can also find me at 
Rumble and at BitChute, and you can find me at Stacker News. You cannot find me at any censorship sites, any of those kinds of uh, corporate sites where they don't respect our humanity. I'm not on any of them. Hang tight. Today, be productive, do something fun, try to think about something positive to get your day going. I'm going to leave you with this pre-recorded send-off. I hope you like it. It's the same every day, only different. Even if it's pre-recorded, it's still the same every day, only different. Because it's a different day. Like, duh. Like, whatever. Bye. This is how the conclusion goes. This place where we live is not a joke. When I look up at the stars at night, when I look out over the hills during the day, I am consistently reminded that we live on a planet in space, wailing through the galaxy like a screaming rock. We are on such a small planet in such a tiny galaxy that no matter where we are in our galactic cycle, the universe of stars seems immovable. That's incredible. That's incredible. We are a moment. We are an instant in an endless universe. And every event that has ever happened here and that will ever happen here happened simultaneously in the snap of a finger. The instances of our existence are so close in proximity that the whole thing is a singular event. It's essentially over already. It's hard to believe we're even experiencing it. There are people who would say that that makes us insignificant. I strongly, very strongly disagree. I think it makes us momentous. We are conscious beings who can observe ourselves. We are consciousness observing itself. You are each refractions from a single source of light. You are the individual and the whole. Simultaneously, you are a masterful, mysterious, and anomalous paradox. I'd say that is rather significant. In the context of the time that our galaxy is here, and the infinitesimal millifraction of time that we each have within that context, the reality of your consciousness and your power to observe and bend matter, to use space, the essence of your energy and your planning and use of time, the influence of your refraction of the source is immeasurably exponential. You are a rare and luminescent jewel that can shine on itself from within itself. You are significant. When you look out at the universe, your consciousness is expanding as far as you are able to observe. From yourself, from your existence on this tiny little planet that is not insignificant. You are extremely significant. Shine on yourself. You shine on others. And what an honor it is that you shine on me. Thank you. Now, go smell the inside of your nose. Do it right now.